And now, Ben Devo, the voice and Mayus. Welcome back to the BDSM show. That's Billy and Devo talk sports and manliness. As always, I'm Billy. I'm Devo. Welcome back to episode number 147. 147. Episode 147. And Billy, why don't you help us with the significance of episode 147? Episode 147 uh, happens to, we're recording tonight. May 9th, on the three-year anniversary of the launch of the initial episode of uh, the BDSM show. You know what we should do? We should repost the first episode one week, like when we're both like, I don't know, having marital relations or sick kids or something like that. Right. Just repost it. Are we trying <clears throat> trying to scare off <laughs> listeners or? Uh, I don't know. You mean, you know, you don't, you don't know what you got until it's gone, so... I suppose. No, don't do that. It was bad. Yeah, it was very awkward. I I don't know that I would say bad so much as really awkward. No, and that was bad. We talked about Kevin Durant for like twenty minutes out of thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Basketball sucks. Durantula. You seem like a nice guy. He seems like a real good guy, so yeah, good for him. (laughs) Deserves it. He played flag football. What a couple of nerds we were. Are, yeah. Right. So anyway, yeah, we got um, three years in. This is episode number 147, and we have since become a worldwide sensation. We are (laughs) in 22 countries. Shall I list them? Okay, I shall. All right, we've got the obvious U.S. We're all over the U.S., East Coast, West Coast, North, South, Mid, Midwest, everything. Uh, we're in Canada, Sweden, Germany, Australia, the Philippines, Korea, the U.K., which is going to be two separate countries now, China, <laughs> Turkey, Finland, India, New Zealand, Thailand, uh, Italy, Netherlands, Costa Rica, France, Brazil, Belgium, Russia, and Japan. So we literally account for every continent except Antarctica. And if somebody puts us on in Antarctica, God yeah, bless you. I'll lose my mind. <laughs> they even have internet down there? I mean, that would be pretty impressive. Shoot. They have mobile signal there? Shit, I don't know. Well, T-Mobile. Get more. Right. So, so I'd three, be impressed. Three years. How do we keep coming up with new stuff to talk about? I don't know. And honestly, I was thinking about it the, when it popped up this morning. I'm like, it really doesn't feel like it's been three years. No, it like, feels like it's been like eight. Because the initial post came up on my time hop. And I I was like, oh, three years. That's cool. So I swiped past. And I'm like, wait a minute. That can't Go be back. Right. Three years. Swipe, swipe, swipe. Holy shit, it's been three years. So, I mean, that's cool. It's been fun. I've enjoyed it. And having only missed like maybe ten weeks. Right. Do you think we missed ten? Somewhere, probably somewhere around there, yeah. That's not bad. I think with uh, 52 episodes a week or a year, uh, we would be, at, this would be episode one, what, 157? Yeah. And if so, we missed 10 across, you know, uh, three years. 147. That's right yeah. where we're at. Boom. I'm pretty, I'm pretty impressed. Look at that math. You know what? In the next year, I, I want to try and expand our... I want to figure out how we can get guests on easier. Right. We haven't done it in a while. Jason's got it figured out. Right. But nobody else really does. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's hard. I mean, you can't expect your your guests to have a mic ready to go and all that good stuff. And Jason's also got the advantage of he's been on, what, five times now? So That's what I'm saying. Like, he's got it figured out. Right, right. Everybody else, it's a fucking wrestling match to get it to work right. Right, exactly. So. And there's no offense to the other people who've been on the show because I've really enjoyed it. You know what? It worked really well with Dane, too. Remember, didn't we have Dane on? 
Yes. Yep. It worked. It worked really well with him too. But he's computer guy. So he, you know, he's good to go. Right, and he happened to have a microphone too. So. Yep. Um. So three years. That's good. A three year anniversary. Oh. Oh, bay. Oh. <laughs> 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 I love it. Um, Mother's Day's coming up. It is. This Fun Sunday. little FYI for those of you, me, who haven't done anything yet. Right. Well, you know, Devin, they don't want any extravagant gifts. They just want to wake up to a clean house and they want uh, to sleep in. Did you see that video? I didn't watch the video, but Heather posted something uh, earlier in the week that said, I don't want to, um, I don't need lavish gifts or anything like something like that on uh on Mother's Day, just want to sleep in and wake up to a clean house. And I was like, <laughs> Man, <too bad. laughs> good luck. And you know what I've been reading and the general consensus I get is mothers just don't want to be mothers on Mother's Day. Right. I mean, like, really, right. that's that's where we're at. Oh, I you guess. don't want the kids to bother you all day? Okay. So there's one minus Mother's Day. Oh, you right. don't want to, like, help fix lunch or fix dinner? Okay, so that's other things that mothers do. Got it. Right. You know what I mean? So really, in celebrating Mother's Day, we make it Father's Extra Work Day. Yeah, well, we just make, you know, it's fine if you don't want to be a mother on Mother's Day. Just get the fuck out and go to a hotel room for the week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, like, sour or anything. <laughs> but it's not like... <laughs> on Father's Day, like the fucking drills are all marked up twenty percent, but heaven forbid you go and try and buy flowers on Mother's Day, you're right? Gonna, you know you're gonna pay eighty bucks because they know they got you. Versus right. on Father's Day, there's no everything's marked down, not marked up. Tools are on sale all week. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. You know that two hundred dollar drill is now one hundred fifty dollars. It's not two hundred fifty dollars. Right. You know, the beer's not marked up. Coors Light still going to be Coors Light. Right. You know, and here's but, the other thing on Father's Day. All I want is to sleep in. That's it. That's my only requirement. I don't even want that. I just want a steak and a bow job. I just want to sleep past 7 o'clock. I don't even care about that. I, would, I don't mind waking up early. Just let's have a hunk of beef and fellatio. And I'm, okay. I'm good. Totally so fine. I want that plus sleeping in. <laughs> 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 and everything else can stay the same. Right. I don't I don't care if I wake up at eight thirty and the kids have destroyed the living room and I have to help clean that up. Later. I don't that. care. Yep, I'm good with that. I'll cut the grass on Father's Day. I got no problem with that, you know? Right. Right. Maybe maybe shoulder rub would be cool if you don't wanna give me steak. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. But it's not about me. It's about mothers. And so I think, you know, maybe down the road for Mother's Day, I'll just start booking a hotel room for her. Right. For the night before and just be like, all right, uh, it's uh, Mother's Day tomorrow. So see you uh, tomorrow night. Bye. <laughs> Go to your hotel where you can sleep in and just watch TV. Just book her a spa day. She's no, out. Don't. She Once. can do that all she wants. She doesn't have to deal with a house full of kids. Needs to be a hotel because she wants to sleep in. Right. My kids aren't letting anybody sleep in. No, that's exactly it. Like, Is I, mommy in the house? Yeah. Leave her alone. Yep. And the second I turn around, they're both in there. Right. Right. That's exactly it. Oh, okay, yeah, I'll yep. get up early with them. I come out here, and Ashlyn's knocking down the door. The second I turn my <laughs> yep. eyes, she's off the table and, yep. and like, oh, I'm in a, the bedroom. I'm, I'll be right back. I got to go potty. By the time I get my... You know, shake the last couple of drops off. They're in there. They're doing backflips on mom. Both of them. Mommy, mommy, mommy. And she's like, go away. Right. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I don't know how to say this without making mommy madder. So let's go. <laughs> just <laughs> just a hint. <Yep. laughs> the part where you say, I don't know how to say this without making mommy madder. <laughs> That's that's gonna make her matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you say. That's true. You let them in there. It's your fault. Sure is. You had one job: keep them out of my room. Little rat bastards. 
Yep. That's a, I'm going to start doing that. You know what? I'm going to call around and see if any hotels, if I can get one. There you go. <laughs> like, Here you go, babe. See you on Monday. Right. Or Sunday night. Guess late. what? You, you'll wake up to a quiet room. No mess. Yeah. You don't have to clean up. You just uh, we'll order you a pizza while you're there. Right. You can get breakfast in bed. Fucking Jimmy John's will drop off a Sammy for you. Right. I think you've got the the you've got it all figured out. You get the market cornered. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do that. So she doesn't want gifts. She doesn't want a coupon book for back rubs. Right. <laughs> or whatever else. Does anybody you put still in there. do those? <laughs> <laughs> no. That's, Huh. What? <laughs> oh, fantastic. So you try that this year and let me know how that works out. What's that, the hotel room? Yeah. It's probably cheaper than a gift even. I mean, if I can find one for like buck ten. Right. Go, be go book or something at the height or whatever. Yeah. Well, downtown. Someplace with a pool. Sure. You can Uber select down there and you'll feel better about your, you know, like somebody will pick right. you up in a mercedes there you go so maybe i'll check it out i mean i wanted a new toaster oven anyway so i was going to use that as an excuse to get a new toaster (laughs) oven but all the things i watched said that they don't want small appliances right or anything that lends itself to more chores toaster slash microwave that's what i want right because then it cooks and it toasts and it browns and it it's better it does everything you need and then i clear up some counter space so she can cook right. easier clean oh easier. i might leave that part out you know what <laughs> if you could edit that that would be great <laughs> <laughs> i say a lot of stupid shit <laughs> that, that one that one i might hear again later <laughs> I think I'm going to boost the audio on that part. <laughs> Slow it down. There's that moment of, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was, I was listening to the radio one time. It was uh, back when, when Spice Boy, old Matt Lloyd, had his own radio show. Right. And uh, he had Gio, I think, was on the show with him. Right. And they were talking about, like, 17-year-old girls. This is, like, a very... It's, I think it's an interesting subject. Um, but Gio said something about, like, oh, yeah, I think they're hot. And he goes, wait, can you dump that? And he's like, nope, it's been too long. <laughs> <laughs> it was just funny the way he said it, like... like it was like, pause, two, three, and Gio goes, wait, can you dump that? <laughs> and Matt goes, nope. Right. <laughs> it's already gone. And, he, and you just hear, like, the awkwardness of Gio's voice where he's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like his wife or his girlfriend or his mom or something's going to call him on the way home and be like, what's wrong with you? Right. Are you fucking serious? You said that shit on the radio, you pedophile. You idiot. So, good luck getting a new job. Hope you like radio. <laughs> um, I missed my files appointment on Friday. Smooth. It was a gamble, really, because I wanted to do it in the morning while Jen was here so she could yell at the guy so he doesn't, like, leave a mess or put the fucking box in the middle of a wall somewhere. You know what I mean? Right. She won't let him do that, but if my mom's here, she'll be like, yeah, put it wherever you want. And it'll be like, you know, drilled into my front door. And I'll be like, why on the front door? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> but that'll just be what it is. Right. Like cable laying across the floor. <laughs> and so I, I wanted to do it in the morning. But, so, but I knew Jen had to take the kids to school, but they gave me a four-hour window. So I was like, if they're giving me a four-hour window, there's, I'm the only appointment in the morning. He'll probably be here early. No, nope. right. our man came right when Jen was driving the kids to school. Nice. Yep. He's like, I'll be there at 8.30. And I was like, fuck, that might be really close because Jen gets the kids to school by 9. Right. He didn't show up till 9. So she was like long gone. Nice. So I rescheduled for this Friday and I just did the afternoon and I'll just leave a note 
for my mom that says, you know, that the router and the cable box have to go in the TV console. Right. And that's it. That They have to go there. And if you can't put them there for any reason, cancel the install. And I just want right. your files. So, um, let's see here. Oh, um, I got a fun, fun, finny punching story. Okay, let's hear it. So, Archer's a troll. Right. right. He's, it's like living with a Viking caveman baby. <laughs> like, one. True. Like, like, you know, he's ready to do, like, the Spartan Hidalgo where he goes out and, like, kills a wolf with a stick. <laughs> 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 it's so true. <laughs> it's so he is a troll and he and he messes with Finn. And Finn gets angry and Finn punches him. Generally it's in the arm, the stomach and the leg. Well, today I saw Finn punch him right in the nose. <laughs> and it, he pumped I mean he didn't hit him hard. Like it was right. like a full wind up. It was like just like a little poke punch. Right. Right in the nose. You know, his head moved, but he didn't cry or anything. He kind of laughed a little bit. And I was right. like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, come on. I was like, come here, I need to talk to you. And he's, you know, he started to get upset. I was like, listen, I, have, I haven't really told you this before. I was like, but we don't punch in the face. I was like, right. especially your brother. I was like, not in the head and not in the wiener. I was like, that's cheating. I was like, and that's not fair fighting. Right. When you're fighting your brother. Like, and I was like, listen, I'm totally fine. You're going to end up punching him. It's just what brothers do. Right. I was like, punch him in the shoulder. Or punch him, punch him in the, in the you know, in the chest or in the leg, like in the thigh. Sure. You punch him right in the cheek of, of his, you know, right in his butt cheek. Right. I was like, but no face, no head, and no wiener. Right. I was like, you really hurt him if you do that. It's just bro code. Yeah, that's, that's Exactly. I mean, because if you punch somebody in the wiener, you're fighting for real. Sure. You're not just like, I'm angry at you, so I'm going to teach you a lesson. It's, I hope that you die. And I yeah, want you to feel that's, pain. That's not right. Not for brothers. No. And, and he's not ready to have the discussion where if you get into an actual fight, it's totally fine to punch in the dick and punch it in right. the face. <clears throat> for now, he doesn't need to worry about that. So, when you're actually fighting for survival, anything goes. Yeah, yeah. When you got a bully you're dealing with, go ahead and punch him in the dick. Right. But just not yeah. your brother. See, we're we're having the opposite problem. Um, well, not really the opposite problem. I just have to put forth an opposite message. Like because um, my daughter is the same way. She's a troll. She's she's queen bitch in the house, right? Uh huh. So my mother-in-law picked him up yesterday, and. They're getting in the back, and Bub loves helping Ashlyn with her buckle. And so... Sweet. He's helping her buckle her seatbelt, because he's just... He's a big sweetheart. That's what he does. And he starts whining, and calls up to Grandmom, says, Ashlyn's hitting me in the face. And so Grandmom yells at Ashlyn, tells her to say sorry. She refuses. So they get to the driveway, and Ashlyn goes to hop up out of the car, and... She knows what she's done is wrong. She knows she's supposed to say sorry, Bubba. She refuses until they get to the driveway and Grandmom says, you're not going anywhere. And she didn't say anything else. She just said, you're not going anywhere. And Ashlyn turns to Bubba and goes, sorry, Bubba. And then hops up and walks in the house like she owns the joint. (laughs) So for me, I'm like, you know, if they were brothers, I just tell Bub, hit him back. Yeah, that's what, that's what I do a lot of times. You know, if if he's hitting you in the face, hit him in the stomach. Yeah, push him down. Give, give him a little gut punch. Let him know what's going yeah. on. Maybe a little two-handed shove. I can't Put tell him space to hit his sister. Right. You know? Like, I just yep. can't. If they were a little bit older, if they're in their teen years, maybe I'd tell them Charlie Horser or something. <laughs> right. But but that's it. But I can't tell him to, to hit her back. because yep. Maybe an Indian rope burn. Right, we're projecting the message that him hitting girls is okay. And as you know, I don't subscribe to that theory. So, it's tough because she wants to troll him too sometimes. Mm-hmm. And he knows that physically, like, he's he can't... There are certain levels that he can't take it to, to set her straight. 
So you have you have the advantage where you can yeah, tell them, go ahead and hit them. They Punch can hit them. each other. Push them down. But, right, but I'm not. I'm not in a position really where I can tell the older sibling go ahead and hit her back. <laughs> just don't tell them to wrap her up. Just give her the old bear hug. Right. That or just, you know, if she's trolling him like that while they're outside the car, because that was the problem was they were in the car. So we had nowhere to go and no, he's not going to hit her. No retreat. <clears throat> but at home, if they're in the house and she's hitting him or something, shove her on her ass. And then yep. when she cries and tries to get, yeah, when she cries to try and get mom and dad involved, then we set her straight. Say, listen, don't be an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what she does. She's a fucking troll. She's going to do it every time. Right. So. At at nighttime, I'll lay down with Finney and I'll tell him all the good things I think he did for the day, right? Like, hey, you're a good kid. You listened to your mommy this morning. You did your homework. You turned off the TV when I told you to turn off the TV. You ate all your chicken nuggets. And usually I'll try and sandwich one, like, um, try to work on deal. Right. And so today I was like, I was like, all right, now try to work on for tomorrow, not punching your brother in the face. <laughs> and he's like, okay, daddy. And so then he sits up and he gets on his knees and he's like, but he's like, look, and he punched himself in the wiener. And I was like, what you, I was like, what are you doing? He goes, it doesn't hurt. I was like, no, it may not hurt today. I was like, it's going to hurt. And he's like, no, it only hurts. He goes, it hurts if you have a little wiener. If you have a big wiener, it doesn't hurt. I was like, what? I was, I was like, can you explain that to me? He goes, look, boom, punches himself again. I was like, don't punch yourself anymore, please. <laughs> yep. Apparently, if you have a big wiener, it doesn't hurt to get punched in the wiener. Oh, well, okay then. I didn't even know how they knew they were different sizes. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yep. I was like, okay. I was like, well, just don't do it. Right. It's not nice. Oh, he he also said, he said, oh, shit. And I asked him. This is the second time I heard him say it, like, in context. Because he was asking me if he has lunch at school tomorrow. I don't think he likes eating lunch at school because it's never as good as what I make here. Right. And so he's like, do I have school tomorrow? And I was like, yeah. He's like, do I have lunch at school tomorrow? Yeah, because I'm picking him up. When Jen's mom or my mom pick him up, they always take him out to lunch. You know what I mean? Right. Like, they pick him up and they go to, like, Chick-fil-A or whatever. Right. And uh, so he goes, oh, shit. And I was like, what did you just say? <laughs> and he's like, uh. <laughs> I was like, what did you say? I was like, whisper it in my ear. And he goes, darn it. I was like, really? <laughs> you did say darn it because it sounded exactly like you said shit, <laughs> which is a bad word. He goes, no, I said darn it. I was like, all right, well, be very careful how you say darn it. Because it sounded exactly like shit. And you know you would be in trouble if you said shit, right? And he's like, yes. What a smart-ass little kid. Yep. I was like, and definitely don't say that in front of your mother. Right. Like, I'm not going to wear you out for it, but I I understand. So, yeah, those are my two fun Finney stories. That was all like today. Right. Yeah, he's going to be all right. <clears throat> now, I am kind of excited about... I just want to make sure I'm bigger than all the dads that are there. That right, the naturally. Kindergarten things, that way. If I have to fight them, it's no big deal. Yeah, somebody's kid's being an asshole and their dad yeah. won't get him in line, then you yeah. set, you set dad straight. Hey, which one's your dad? Hey, numb nuts, come over here. But watch them all be, like, gigantic. I'm like, okay. Right. Listen. <laughs> right, listen, Brock. <laughs> yeah, right. Your, your son, Rock... Is being a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you gonna do about it? Oh, I'm. I'm just letting you know so that, I mean, you know, you know, so that he doesn't do that to you, right? Right. He threw. I'm, I'm looking out for your welfare. He threw my car keys on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, have you, you? Do you have Netflix? You don't have Netflix, do you? Heather watches Netflix. She's got a friend's login or something. There's a new show called Bill Nye Saves the World. Right. Have you heard? Have you seen it or heard of it? I've heard about it. So I watched like the first two episodes because I want to say they're only like 40 minutes. Right. And 
it's touted as being, you know, it's not for kids. It's a, for you. You know, you watched me when you were young. Now watch me again now. But this right. is adult stuff. And, it, you know, I'm like kind of excited like that's going to be like some like upper level science stuff, right? Sure. And it's like, it totally reminds me of like sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, like physical science. Right. You know, like maybe not even like sophomore level, like biology or chemistry or any of that kind of stuff. I mean, right. it's literally middle school science. See, that's what I had heard. Was I, was was just, I was kind of disappointed. Not all it was marketed to be. Yeah. I mean, he's funny, and some of the chicks are hot that are his assistants or whatever. Right. And it's interesting, but I think I'd rather show it to Finn than for me to watch it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I think it would be educational for kids in middle school. You know what I mean? But not for the teachers in middle school. I think that's, it's, it was, I was, I was disappointed. I've heard a lot of that. And the production value was high. Like they spent money on it. They did a good job. He's got a live audience. He's got a, you know, he's got a lab. He's got, you know, uh, correspondents that travel and go see like all these exotic things. Right. And, you know, report back on it. But uh, it just was lacklusterous. If you get a chance, it's worth a watch just so you can feel the same way that I do. It's melancholy feeling. Right. Um, and plus the one one of the chicks was pretty steamy. Well, that's and then good. The other thing I got to watch this week was Ballers with uh, The Rock. Yes. If you haven't seen it or if you're at Redbox or whatever, grab one, dude. It's good. I've heard good things about it, but most of the good things I hear about it are from The Rock on Twitter. So, <laughs> <laughs> But I have heard good stuff. Yeah, no, it's good. There's tons of NFL cameos in this thing. Tons of them. Right. I mean, Jay Glazer has, like, a pretty main part on the show. Eddie George, uh, Terrell Suggs. Right. Sean Payton was on. See, I'd, I had heard something where um, the NFL was kind of nervous about the message coming from Ballers. I think it was from, it might have been from Wahlberg. Um, someone asked him, like, if he's if he's catching any heat from the NFL because, you know, like, they had that show Playmakers a while back on ESPN and the NFL was like, hey, ESPN, what the fuck are you doing? And ESPN pulled it because they didn't want to upset their biggest, you know, partner. And Mark oh. Wahlberg told them, you know, the NFL's called me several times and they can eat shit. Like, I don't know them shit. I don't. HBO has no business with the NFL. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I thought was incredible is that they use the logos and the names and stuff pretty freely. And I, I don't know how... They do that. You know what I mean? I mean, they probably paid paid whatever licensing fee they needed to. I'm That's sure. True. I mean, because they regularly show the Dolphins and the Cowboys. Right. And, and recently a little bit of the Raiders because Terrell Suggs came on as one of their clients or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. T-Swizzle. Yeah, so it's interesting. I like that. That's one of the things I love about HBO is they don't really rely on advertising. Yeah. You know, they, so they can do whatever the fuck they want without advertising pressure. That's true. You know, they don't have to worry about the NFL pulling their games because they don't get the games. Right, right. They're, I mean, they're, in. I think, entirely subscription-based. So. And now they've even started that HBO Now where you don't even have to have cable to get HBO. Right. I think that's wonderful. Right. Um, but if you get a chance and you're at the red box, you're like, eh, I don't know what to get. See if they have like disc one, season one or whatever and grab it. All right. And there's only like 10 episodes a season and there's only two seasons. So it shouldn't take you long. Right. I think they, they just got re-upped for season three. And season recently. three starts in July. Right. So it was good. Um, Chris, sorry, it's taking a little longer. Um, Chris Pine was on SNL. Did you get to see that? I did not. I don't watch much of SNL these days. It wasn't very good. No? They did an obvious Star Trek one, which was dumb. Right. They did... um, His monologue was dumb, and he was complaining about being mistaken for the other four Chris's 
Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pratt, and Chris um, Evans. Right. You know, and he was like, no, I'm in Wonder Woman. You know, I'm the that guy. I play, you know, like John Rogers, not Steve Rogers. And you know what I mean? Right. And he has this whole thing that he goes through about being Chris Pine and not Chris Pratt. Right. So I was like, you're... It wasn't. It wasn't very funny. I and like he's Chris a Pine funny guy. Too. I really like him. Um. So, and there was a couple of other skits that just weren't funny, and I was totally amazed that there's still like Bobby Moyahan and Keenan Keller or whatever his name is. Like, I can't Kenan believe he's Thompson. Still, yeah, I can't believe he's still on the show. He. What's crazy is like I remember watching him on all that on Nickelodeon yeah. way back in the day. I mean, he's funny. He's a funny kid, right? But anyway, um, and then I have a new segment I wanted to share with you. Okay. So my wife subscribed. She got this free subscription through T-Mobile. They have like that free gift every Tuesday, right? So she got a free subscription for Cosmopolitan magazine. Oh, fancy. Right, and this is the one that you read the labels on while you're waiting in checkout, and you're like, that's dumb, that's dumb. Right. Just, I'm kind of curious, right? So this one always has like some kind of quiz in it. So of this course. one says, what's your sex IQ? Test your naughty knowledge. And I thought to myself, man, we know it would be funny as if I test Billy's naughty knowledge, right? Right. So then I crack it open, and the thing is like, name... You know, it has a picture of a uterus, and it's like, name the different parts. And I'm like, nope, that's not funny. Not even a little bit. Right. Nobody cares about fallopian tubes. <laughs> so. That's a funny I word. Was clicking, <laughs> I was looking through some of the other questions, and it was like, you know, this many eggs are released during a menstruation cycle or something. I'm like, nope, not funny. Boring. I was like, yep. So then I was like, well, there's other fun things on the cover of this thing and the other biggest fonted headline says 101 hot sex moves right this master list will rock your body and blow your mind all right so i'm thinking to myself 101 sex moves what's what's the other 97 sex moves i was gonna say i've got like three yeah so hold on i bookmarked it here okay that's page this thing goes on for a while right it's like three pages of of little jibber jabber yeah yeah and they have like all the little pop up bubbles and stuff like that so um I'll, I'll read you I'll just read you number one just to get you started here this these are the hottest foreplay tricks which right. I I have news for you um ladies um foreplay on a guy is like I don't know lift up your shirt right but just touch it. This thing has like, there's a thirty foreplay tips. Uh, do any of them involve like fucking clothespins on the nipples? Yeah, because I remember what I love reading is the uh, the clickbaity types that are like these people tried these Cosmo sex tips and hated them. Hated them. And someone was like, "Oh yeah, this person she told me that they." got the idea to run like a thumbtack over my nipple <laughs> in the sensation yeah, something crazy like that and uh <laughs> and the guy was like yeah apparently someone at cosmo thought that felt like amazing like fingernails and stuff and no it fucking hurts <laughs> it doesn't feel good so i'm gonna read you number one okay at the next party you attend with your man, destroy any chance of him thinking about anything beside you by confessing you've arrived sans underwear. Wait to share your secret until he can't do anything about it, i.e. right before you start to mingle, whisper, you know I'm going commando tonight. The effect is stunned lust. Okay. So, it doesn't take that, just so you know, ladies. I mean, that's cool and all. Right, but it uh doesn't take that. Um, here's the uh, first class dirty talk. Mm-hmm. Um, this is 
<laughs> this is number 27. During okay. for, during foreplay, Whisper, I've never been touched like this before, but it feels so good. <laughs> like, this is all, seems kind of self-explanatory to me, personally. <laughs> yeah, like, that's all part of the gig. Is this for, like, when you're with somebody new? Because... I don't, I don't, I don't know that that, that doesn't strike me as something you would hear in a bedroom with people that have been together for maybe one more of, than six months. One of these tips mentions a scrunchie. Okay. <laughs> okay, so some of these I don't want to read out loud. <laughs> Are they making you red in the face? Mm, not red in the <laughs> face, but just, it's awkward. <laughs> Okay. You know what I mean? Alright, I'll read one. Um lightly nibble on the head of his penis to ignite him. Okay, that's if your mouth is near my wiener, you don't it's ignited already. I was gonna say <laughs> uh, you substitute lightly nibble for put mouth near. <laughs> right. I mean we're at full you're at full battle mode. Right. You ready to go. Yep. Here we go. Um in the middle of a BJ, remove your mouth and use two fingers in the form of a V, then slide it up and down his penis. I uh, I don't know what the what the point is. I n- no. Here's that's bad advice. You should never stop the BJ. You kidding me? Right. You never never substitute hand in for the mouth. All right. So then I'll just I'm gonna skip down to number one hundred one. Okay. Um, the booty shake. Have him lie back on the bed with his butt on the edge. Lower yourself onto his free penis in reverse. Your legs outside his after you start bouncing. Slowly bend towards the floor. Okay, so basically a lap dance. Mm-hmm, that's exactly right. I mean, I'm not going to turn that down. There's a, there's a picture. It's a drawing. <laughs> The girl is pink and the boy is blue. Right. That's, hel- that's helpful, so I know which one's which. You know, <laughs> otherwise that guy has really nice tits. <laughs> Fantastic. Yep. So there you have it. Uh, that's very strange. <laughs> there's that 101 would, of these things. Which reminds me, actually, relevant story. Um, my um. My darling niece, who is eight, mm-hmm. I think she'll be she'll be nine this year, I believe. Which I'm one? not a hundred percent on that, but I'm fairly the younger one. I believe is nine this year. Uh, told my wife that uh, she knows how to twerk. Oh, that's nice. And I'm like, that no, 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 that shouldn't happen. So she asked um, Heather if she knew how to twerk. And I told Heather, I was like, listen, I was like, it's not really my thing. Twerking doesn't do a lot for me, but if you want to try it, I'm not going to turn it down. Yeah, I mean, does she know? I mean, inquiring minds want to know. I mean, I'd watch. I might snap pictures and stuff. But, um, yeah, it's it's not, I don't know. What, is twerking supposed to do something for me? Like, I um. I don't, it doesn't do anything for me. Twerking doesn't, I don't find it. It's not a natural motion. It just doesn't... It does absolutely nothing for me. And I'm straight. I'm straight as could be. Okay. I, I'd tell my wife... I'd do her twice a I mean, day I don't know if she let me. Can be, but... But um, twerking just doesn't do it for me. I'd watch. I Don't get me wrong. I'll look. But that's not... what that, I, If you're looking for, like... The one drop dead thing that's going to get me going. Oh yeah, it's not yeah. it. No, not it. You start with taking your shirt off, right? Let's keep it simple. It's, and that whispering in my ear, I'm not wearing panties tonight. Substitute that line with "I want to do you later." Let's fuck. I'm stunned silence, and I'm like, later. Let's. I. This party sucks. Let's go. Yep. But Let's babe, go. we just got here. Yeah, I'm looking around. It looks terrible. Let's go. So I'll um I'll there's three other books of the, this magazine, so I'll um I'll check them out and I'll get you a proper quiz next week. 
<laughs> well, thanks for that. Yeah, no problem. So it can be like a weekly thing. I don't know how often that magazine comes out or that book, but right. I'll um, I'll glean some particularly awkward information out of it and share it with the listeners. Yes. You know, this, I think this fall, this falls under the manliness part of sports yeah. and manliness, right? Yep. This <laughs> this one is April. It must be monthly. April twenty seventeen. That's this one. Right. Volume four. Oh, number four, volume two hundred sixty-two. Right. So, so that would make sense then. Just in case you want to also follow along at home. Oh yeah. Um, and that's all I have for intro. Well, yeah, I mean, it's Sorry, 40 minutes 40 long. Minutes, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Sorry. What else? Um, you have some short sports news. Yeah, we got brief sports. Um, I'll touch on NHL, even though I don't have the written down. Uh, the Senators finished off the Rangers tonight, so they're off to the Eastern Conference Finals to play the winner of Penguins-Capitals Game 7. And... The Nashville Predators moved on to the Western Conference Finals for the first time in franchise history, and they'll take on the winner of Edmonton and Anaheim, Game 7. So that's the NHL. Wrap it up. See, we give it as much time as ESPN does. Um, That 40 seconds a week. The other sports thing I had here, uh, USF baseball team. Uh, We've said it time and time again. We've made it. Abundantly clear, we're USF homers, so in large part, that's the most sports we give a shit about. USF baseball team took down number five, Florida, who tried to make it interesting late. Uh, we were up 15-5 to five going into the ninth. They put up a five spot in the ninth, but we still won 15-10, and that is the second time this year we've beat a top five team on the road. So, uh, eat a dick, Florida State, eat a dick, Florida, suck it, bitches. That pretty much, uh, I think that has to lock us in for at least a, a spot in the regionals. And um, being that we're a top 25 team, and as long as we don't bomb out for the last six or seven games or whatever's left, we should finish the season as a top 20 team. I'm kind of curious to see if we end up hosting a regional. So we'll see. That would be a fun one to go to. Yeah, Absolutely. And anything else sports related? I heard the basketball playoffs sucked. Uh, I mean, they've been kind of boring. Golden State has run roughshod through the West so far. They they've swept two series. The Cavs have swept two series. Uh, Washington and Boston are playing to see who gets swept next by Cleveland. <laughs> and Houston and San Antonio are playing to see if Houston loses in five or if San Antonio loses in four to Golden State. So, really, there's nothing that will be that exciting in the NBA until the finals the with the finals. Warriors and right the Warriors and Cavaliers again. So, who's gonna win? Um, I still think the Warriors. I mean, they're ridiculous. They can run out a uh, starting five that includes Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and Kevin Durant, and uh, they could plug in the ball boy at, at the five spot, and it wouldn't fucking matter. Yeah, I could probably get in there and set some picks. Right. And then we come to the spoiler section. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Guardians of the Galaxy. We both managed to see it over the weekend. Yes, we did. We did. And so if you're not interested in spoiling Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. I bid you adieu. Run. Good day, sir. I say good day. So we're gonna we're gonna spoil it. I think you don't you normally play like three or four seconds of music. Sure. While we give people yeah. time to, we'll um we'll give you a couple seconds. Um, we'll count down from four four. Let's count down from five. Make it a normal number. Uh-huh. And um, at the end of that, then if you are still listening, it's your own fault if it's ruined for you. So five, four, three, two, one. Spoilers commence. Um, Snape killed Dumbledore. Holy shit! Again, you just ruined it. <laughs> you know, I just figured I'd get that off my chest. Been right, carrying, been carrying that around for a while, and it feels better. On page three sixty-seven. 
Um, they all die at the end. So the gist of the story is he, uh, Peter Quill, Star Lord, Chris Pratt's character, right, doesn't know who his father is, right, and it's right. been like this whole crisis for him since his mom died of brain cancer, tumor, brain tumor, right. And, um, you know, and that was when he was picked up by uh, uh, Yandu. Correct. The Ravager. Which we find out was, at at the end of the first Guardians, we find out Yandu was alleged to have picked him up in order to deliver him to his father. Correct. Which never happens. His and father. In the first, they never, in the first one, they never really made it seem like it was a priority of his to figure out who his father was. He right. was just basically surviving. So there was that. Um, so in number two, it you know they have their opening action scene, and then they're saved by his father, right? Who ends up being Kurt Russell, right? And Kurt Russell's character is known as a celestial, right? Correct. So this is like basically God mode, uh, beginning of the universe character. Yeah, he's been around for millions of years. Right. Right. And he was alone for so long looking for life in the universe um, that when he found life, he was, he fell in love with lots of people. Right. One of which was Chris Pratt's mom. Correct. Um, and so he was basically trying to create an offspring that would also carry his, his celestial gene. Right. right. To so, strengthen the bond. To strengthen, right. Um, and so his planet was basically him, right? Right. And his form was just his energy. And um, so the whole movie is Chris Pratt kind of wrestling with, is this guy legit? Is he good? Is he bad? What do we do? And then, spoiler alert, uh, he turns out to be bad. Right. Dick face. He wants to end... Life in the universe. As we know it, yes. You know, with his, uh, he planted seeds on every planet, but he didn't have enough power to make them all take over the planets that he planted them on, and he needed Chris Pratt's power, essence, whatever. Right, to, to feed uh, off of. To feed off of. And apparently Chris was the only one who was able to, to, to bring the essence, you know, to be a primary gene or whatever. Right. Um, because there were thousands of other kids that he had fathered and that couldn't and that he had killed. Yes, apparently. Alleg- At least as hinted to you by the, um, by the mountains mantis. and mountains of skulls underneath. In the and mantis. Right. And so it turns out to be bad, right? Well, at that point, the, by the time he figures out that he's bad, it's too late. He's already got control, and it's up to the other guardians to help, right? Save him, rescue him, free him. Right, shake him loose. Yep. So, um, so that that's your that's your story, right? Right. Um, to that point, anyway. I mean, they obviously free him. Right. And he ends up fighting his father. And with the help of his pals, he defeats Kurt Russell. Right. And, uh, you know, they're on their merry way. Sure. Some of the things I really liked was the Nebula and Gamora stuff that they did. Right. They finally, like, humanized them. Yep. And you understand why Nebula is so irritated all the time. Right. Hellbent on destroying Gamora. Um, because I don't know, I don't remember this from the first movie, but, um, he would make them fight, right? I mean, I think he said that he would make them fight in the first movie, but what they, I don't think they mentioned was that if you lost, whichever one lost the fight, he would remove part of their biology and replace it with technology. Right. Right. Which is why she has like robot hand and robot voice and robot eyes and all those things. Right, um, and be- that's mildly mentioned in the first one when he said they basically he raised, he took these these girls as daughters and raised them to be assassins. Gamora always won. Right, and so Nebula held that against her, you know, because Nebula thought, "Why would you do the keep doing this to me? Because every time you win, 
Uh, Thanos pulls my arm off, pulls my leg off, takes my brain out of my head. Right. You know, all these things that, these horrible things that Thanos is doing to me are because you beat me. Not because Thanos is a jerk off, but because Gamora is a better warrior. Classic blame shifting. Classic. Uh, Don't be mad at, you know, she's just trying to survive too. And I think she even mentions that to her. Like, listen, we were just kids and we were trying to survive. Right. And so I'm I'm sorry that happened to you, but you need to be bad at Thanos. And right. she she realizes that, and she's like, "Yeah, you know what? You're right. I'm not going to come with you because I'm going to be busy trying to kill Thanos." Right. Good luck with that. Yes. You can't kill Gamora, but you think you can kill Thanos? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Have fun. You do you, okay, girl? Right. Um, so that was interesting. Um, another super interesting, uh, part, the excommunication of Yandu as a Ravager. Right. Which they never really mentioned in the first one. No. And they don't really bring it up until, you know, the first couple of minutes of this one. So when, when Yandu agreed to go to Earth for Kurt Russell, who's... Right. I think Ego was the name of the character. Yes, Ego. Um, when he agreed to go to Earth to grab Peter, he broke one of the bylaws or one of the, you know, constitutional amendments to the Ravager Code. Right, he broke the code, and what it was no was, human traffic or no no. Tra- it was kid trafficking because That's right. he had been he had been pulling all these different kids from these alien species for him. Mm-hmm. Because the the catch with Ego was he couldn't spend too much time away from Off planet. Away from the light, away from the essence, or he started to deteriorate. Uh, so he had Yandu, and Yandu was basically excommunicated, and because of that, Ego was willing to uh, overpay him to make it worth his while. And that ended up stopping with Chris Pratt. With, because yeah, right. I guess at that point he realized exactly what was going on, and he was like, oh shit. I really like this. This is a good kid. <clears throat> and so Yandu, you know, while, while Ego was the fa- was the biological father, Yandu was the dad. Right. You know, and, uh, you know, he raised him, taught him how to, you know, defend himself and. Right. How to steal shit, I guess. Yeah. Um, but we find this out when Yandu is at, he's like kind of between missions and they're at this like. You know, like on Pirates of the Caribbean where they go to Key West and it's like, you know, this party town. Right. You know, they're basically in the Dry Tortugas, right? Right. So there's other Ravagers there, one of which whose captain is Sylvester Stallone. Chia. And so Sylvester sees Yandu there and he's like, gets irritated because he's like, you know, what's this guy doing here? You, You know, you can't do business with him because he's excommunicated. He's not a Ravager anymore. Right. Man, they get into this whole long philosophical uh, discussion, and, you know, they basically work it out in the end. Right. Right, because Yandu decides that he's going to take all of the bad things that he did, and he's going to help Peter and the Guardians. Right. And the other Ravagers get the message that he is helping, and he's doing the selfless thing. And, uh, you know, they basically let him back in for... Spoiler alert, his death. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was right about where I got hit in the feels. Yeah. Was um you know when he's the eulogy. He's basically he's being uh Star Lord is being taken over by Ego's essence at this point, and they're all, you know, they're being buried and Ego's about to win. And he um you know, he he starts telling him, you know, this is, I didn't, I didn't keep you because you were easy to get in and out of small places and stuff like that. You know, that's not what it was. And if you think it is wrong and he starts having these flashbacks of, of yes, growing up with Yandu, Yandu teaching him how to shoot and Yandu teaching right. him how to fly shoot and fight Pilot. and use all their gear and all that stuff. Yep. And you know, that, like, spurns him on, and he's like, son of a bitch, you killed my mother, and they fight, blah, 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 and then 
Yandu makes the ultimate sacrifice because he's got one spacesuit and one jetpack, so he gives himself the jetpack, puts the spacesuit on Star-Lord, and jets him out of there to save his life. And his line was, Ego may have been your father, but he ain't your daddy. And as someone who was raised by a stepfather and went through that whole... We've had some pretty epic clashes at at some point you know i i came to the realization and and that i guess epiphany or whatever that like this guy is for all intents i've known this guy since i was four he's my father not my father is not my father this guy has been my father my whole life so like i can relate and it fucking it hits him and it it's sad that it hits him when it's like when he has late. to give up his life, yeah, right? and that's when he realizes it. And of course, that hits me in the feels. And yep. <clears throat> so I, I got a little misty in the theater. I'm not going to lie. Sure. And then, of course, as he's going to put on the song "Father and Son," my son decides to cuddle up in my lap. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man, you're not helping. <laughs> <laughs> like, holy shit, I was not expecting to tear up at the end of a movie like that like i realized there are plenty of emotional movies and i'm i'm generally smart enough to realize and strong enough emotionally to realize they're just movies it's fake right but that the the relatability just fucking like ooh punched gr- me right and in the grabbed gut. you punched you right in the heart right right and then you know my son curling up on me during this whole process, I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> I was like, "I don't do this. Don't cry in the middle of the theater." <laughs> and then, as they're about to jettison him out into space, you know, like a sailor's uh, funeral, right? All of the <clears throat> ravagers show up and give him the traditional ravager funeral, right? Which was touching, right? I just got goosebumps. So <laughs> it looks like all their. Uh, uh, ships shoot out fireworks or whatever and so it was like <clears throat> it was really neat to see that and now the ravagers have the guardians back right right and so, the the one thing that cracked me up was um drax the the relationship between drax and mantis is hilarious because for whatever reason let's be honest besides the antennas she's steamy yeah, and he he keeps telling her that she's disgusting, she's ugly, she's awful, she's not his type, she's too thin, she's got these weird antennas and all this stuff. And then at the end, while this whole <laughs> this this ravager funeral's going on, you know, he's like, "Oh, it's beautiful," and or she says it's beautiful, and he's like, "And so are you." And I'm like, "Holy shit! Wait, what? Does he actually feel something?" <laughs> and then he sneaks in on the inside. Yeah, no, you are hideous. <laughs> She's like, why are you trying to throw up? He goes, I just thought about having sex with you. Her intercourse. It was. Yeah, that was great. And the uh, the interaction between Raccoon and uh, a rocket raccoon and, and Taserface was yes hilarious. Yeah, that was good. He keeps saying, what's your name? Taserface? Right. And doing that... Yeah, and he's like, okay. Every time he sees him, he's like, hey, taser face. <laughs> okay, taser face. Whatever you say, taser face. Right. That old gag. Yeah, and then the other the other part that got me in the movie was in the beginning when he's he's referring to the sovereign, and he says something about these douchebags, you know, something yada yada, and Bub, in a quiet theater, goes. Douchebags? <laughs> awesome. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, Bob. <laughs> My kid would be the one that yells, douchebags? Douchebags? <laughs> he called him a douchebag. <laughs> so so what, what was the alien creature they were creating? She said she would call it Adam. Um, I'm not the, entirely sure because I'm not a little... I'm not a big comic book nerd, so I don't know for certain. But I never from what I've googled. I've it. gathered it's it, the character's name, like full name, is Adam Warlock, and he's supposed to have just like superhuman abilities and such, like Superman kind of deal. 
Sort of, yeah. But that's about the depth of my knowledge on that. That was briefly perusing Wikipedia. It was maybe because once Thanos dies and or is defeated, probably won't die. In Infinity Wars, then the Guardians' third movie apparently is coming out after Infinity Wars. Right. And so that'll probably be the the villain for the third movie, if I had to guess. Could be. Yeah, very well could be. Um, the there was a Hulk, or a, not a Hulk world, <laughs> a Ragnarok preview. Right. There was a Star Wars preview. Yes. There was what else was there? Oh, uh, uh, ours had Wonder Woman. Dunkirk. We didn't get a Wonder Woman. Yeah, Dunkirk was there too. That looks interesting. Looks good, but it looks like I would just sit there and cry the whole time. It looks like it's going to be another, because it's Christopher Nolan. Yeah. And it looks like it's going to be another one of those really long, yep. uh, emotional, intellectual type movies. Pass. Yeah. Just, I want to go see Chips and I want to go see Baywatch. Right. Right. I'll go see uh, Spider-Man in July, Wonder Woman in June. You know, Ragnarok in November, Star Wars in December. I do want to see Baywatch. I really love Zac Efron. I love The Rock. And I love The Rock. But the two of them together should be hilarious. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, oh, David Hasselhoff had a nice uh, cameo yeah. in the movie. How about that? Yeah, that was pretty fun. Vin Rhodes. got on the soundtrack. Yeah. Fantastic. Overall, uh, my impression of the movie was it was... To me, it was as good as the first one, but for completely different reasons. I agree. You know, like the, fir- the first one was... I don't think the first one was as long. This was a really long movie. If like, you the showtime the- started at one thirty, and the movie ended at, like, 4.05. And yeah. that was, like, pre-credits. Like, we were waiting on the credits at that point. It was two and a half hours, if you include yeah. the previews. Absolutely. If you If you go previews... To credits, like full credits, you're looking at almost three hours. Yep. I, I show up to the movie theater 30 minutes early, no matter what. I just, I'm if I'm not there 30 minutes early, then I'm late. So right. it was a three-hour event for me. My movie started at uh, 10.30. Right. And I got it at 1. Yeah, it was it was really long. So the first one, I, I think, might have been two hours, maybe. But it was, it was... It moved along faster. It was faster paced. There was a lot more action. Um, I think maybe to capture more of the audience for the next time around. Um, This one was obviously longer. It was a little more drawn out. But I felt like it was deeper. Dude, the moment that Yondu and Rocket shared. Right. I was like, you know, my heart was in my throat. Right. There was, I feel like there was a a lot more character development. You you got a lot more into the relationships between the characters, and then, I mean, they they spent the entire movie building up to Star Lord having this revelation that, like, yeah, he's got a father, sure, but Yandu's been his dad all the time. Yep. You know, and it, I feel like they spent two and a half hours building that up. You know, uh, subliminally. Before just, you know, punching you in the gut with it at the end. Yep. And I, I, it explains a lot as to why, you know, everybody thought he was soft on Peter, you know, because he loved him. Right, right. And he wasn't going to kill him. Like when you, you get that revelation at the end, then when you look back at when they all had uh, rockets surrounded in the woods... And the one was like, oh, you're always taking it easy on him and always taking it, taking up for him and all that. And why not any of us? Blah, blah, blah. And now it makes sense. Yep. So. Yeah. that And that scene with Rocket messing with the Ravagers was great. Oh, it was so fun. Like they thought they had the drop on him. Right. <laughs> he's he's Rocket is the tactician, right? Like he's like your Captain America. Like sure. he's in control of the battlefield. Right, right. So that was a great movie. If you haven't seen it, you should go see it. 
If you haven't seen it, you probably don't need to see it now. Right. We told you everything. We saved you $15. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you're good to go, you know? So. Yeah, absolutely. I have got the joke this week. Okay. I Let's hear it. I found this one on Reddit. What do you call a feminist government? Um, a fantasy? A dictatorship. <laughs> yes. <It's> fantastic. <laughs> dictatorship. Right, because they hate dicks. Cause Got they hate it. Dicks, yeah. And dictator is the, you know, that's also a form of government dictatorship. Right, right, right. So yeah, that's what makes it funny. Pun. So, thank you for listening. Absolutely. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Alrighty, guys. We'll see you next week. Love you. Bye.